Great news, everyone. Jesus is alive and well. This is Glenn Raglan Educational and Transformational Ministries. Great Ministries. Welcome to this week's podcast. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for those who have tuned in to this week's podcast. We pray for the new listeners. We lift up the listeners that tuned in from India and from Ghana. We pray the blood of Jesus over breast cancer. We pray that your word will go forward. It will not return to you empty. It will accomplish what you sent it to do. In the name of the Lord from heaven, Jesus Christ, amen. My friends, the gospel is the good news that Jesus Christ, the Son of God, died for our sins and rose again, eternally triumphant over his enemies, so that there is now no condemnation for those who believe, but have everlasting joy. So this week, I want to talk about the gospel, the good news for all. Galatians 1 verses 11 and 12 proclaims, But I have made known to you, brethren, that the gospel which is preached by me is not according to man, for I neither received it from man, nor was I taught it, but it came through the revelation of Jesus Christ. Folks, Paul was defending his knowledge of the gospel from the Judaizers who had accused him of omitting the law of Moses. Paul's argument was that if his teaching on the gospel did not come from man, then it must be God sent. Paul was not one of the original apostles and did not witness firsthand what the apostles witnessed. Yet his gospel was identical to the gospel of the apostles. It could have only come from Christ, who called him as an apostle. Paul goes on to say in Romans 1.16, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes, for the Jew first, and also for the Greek. Folks, Paul was an enemy of God prior to his conversion. Now he placed his total confidence in the gospel. The gospel is the power of God, and the Greek word used here is dynamis. It is where we get the word dynamite. The gospel has the power to change. When dynamite is used to change the landscape, to move a mountain, to reroute the course of a river, those things are changed forever. The gospel changes the person from judgment to deliverance. That person is changed forever because now they no longer face eternal death and separation from God. Paul's reference to the Jews and Greeks is a reference for all humanity. God gave the Jews the covenants and the promises while the Greeks benefited from adoption into the family of God. Salvation is available to all, regardless of racial background. Now that's good news. The gospel is a mystery, as Paul proclaims in Ephesians 6.19, saying, As for me, that utterance may be given to me, that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel. My brothers and sisters, the mystery of the gospel cannot be discovered by mere reason. The good news of Christ crucified and raised from the dead is a stumbling block to the Jews and foolishness to the Greeks. The curse of being hanged on a cross was too much for the Jews to overcome, especially hanging the Messiah. In their minds, how could the anointed one die on a cross 
which, according to Deuteronomy 21, verse 23, it says, He that is hanged on a tree is accursed by God. The Greeks were well known for their intellect, but Christ being crucified and raised from the dead was a true mystery. Friends, the good news is also found in Galatians 3.13, which proclaims, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, having become a curse for us, for it is written, Cursed is anyone who hangs on a tree. My comrades, we must take a closer look at what Christ did for us. First, he redeemed us, which means to buy out of slavery by paying a price. This word is used when someone purchased a slave for the purpose of freeing them. Second, Christ freed us from the curse of the law as the law convicts all people of sin. Third, Christ substituted himself and his sinless nature for the world who was full of sin. Folks, our curse was a guilty verdict because of the law of Moses. The law showed us our sins, but it could not save us. Those who place their trust in Jesus Christ are declared not guilty because of what Jesus did for us on the cross. In ancient Israel, when a person was stoned to death for a crime punishable by death, their body would be placed on a stake or a pole to show God's divine rejection. Jesus hung on a cross to show God's divine rejection and satisfy God's requirement of payment of the sin debt. My friends, the good news is that the sin debt was paid once and for all. Unfortunately, there are those who seek to pay their sins through their own works, and there are those who decide that they will reject the finished work of Christ. In Romans 1 and 1, Paul was a servant of Jesus Christ, he was called by Jesus Christ to be an apostle, and he was set apart by Jesus Christ to bring the gospel to the Gentiles. After his conversion from being a Pharisee, who declared themselves set apart in the practice of the law of Moses, Paul was now set apart to the practice of spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. Jesus says in Matthew 24 and 14, And this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all the world as a witness to all the nations, and then the end will come. Folks, this is the best clue that Jesus left for the end of the world. There are places in the world that have not heard the gospel. I believe that the internet will play a huge role in delivering the gospel to those who have been denied the good news around the world. Paul says these words in Acts 20, 24, But none of these things move me, nor do I count my life dear to myself, so that I may finish my race with joy and the ministry which I received from the Lord Jesus to testify to the gospel of the grace of God. My friends, Paul had been warned by the Holy Spirit that he would face trials and tribulations for preaching the good news. Folks, being a Christian in the first century was difficult. Preaching the good news in the first century was life-altering and life-threatening. Fast forward 20 centuries, and life as a Christian in some countries is still a matter of life and death. Christians in the United States have little knowledge of what it is like to be a Christian in some countries that will kill you for being a follower of Christ. And if you preach the good news in those countries, your life is definitely in jeopardy. Yet, missionaries risk their own lives to save souls. 
please continue to pray for them. The gospel is represented as the gospel of peace in Ephesians 6.15, which says, And having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. My brothers and sisters in Christ, this is part of the whole armor of God, and this verse tells us to be prepared with a good foundation. Our foundation is the gospel of Jesus Christ, and we are to be prepared to share the good news of peace. We were once enemies with God, but now, through Jesus Christ, we have peace with Him. The gospel is salvation, as taught in Ephesians 1.13. It teaches, In Him you also trusted after you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also, having believed, you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. My friends, when you put your trust in Jesus Christ, it was no doubt after you heard the good news. The power of the gospel awakens the dead spirit man, and once awakened, your revived spirit is sealed by the Holy Spirit forever. Last week, during our study of the names and titles of Satan, we used 2 Corinthians 4, verses 3 and 4, and it says, But even if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled to those who are perishing, whose minds the God of this age has blinded, who do not believe, lest the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine on them. My Christian companions, it is unfortunate that not everyone will accept the gospel. The good news must seem too good to be true, that sins are forgiven, paid in full, if you trust in Christ. Satan's trick is to cover the eyes of the unsaved so that they can't see fully the truth about the gospel. Now this is part one of the gospel, good news for all, so please come back next week for part two. Let's pray. Father, thank you for sending Jesus to die for our sins and for raising him up in triumph. Your word says that those who believe will also be raised up with Christ and we thank you for sending the gospel. We pray that someone listening who hasn't heard the good news will become a believer and tell others that Jesus died for the sinner. And since we are all sinners, he died for all. We look forward to his return and we pray that your word will reach every corner of the world to hasten our Lord's return. We pray these things in the name of the tried stone, Jesus Christ, amen. I continue to encourage you to find a good Bible teaching church. Send your prayer requests as well as your praise reports to our email address, which is hello at greatministries.org. Please continue to pray for Great Ministries and share us with your friends, your family, your loved ones, and the unsaved. Stay safe, be blessed, and have a great week.